I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And today we'll be reviewing that cult classic B-movie, Teenagers from Outer Space, that was done in 1959. It has been known by several names. Mm. It's marketed under the name of Teenagers from Outer Space, mm. but it's also known as The Gargan Terror, that's a UK title, The Boy from Outer Space, and... Originally titled The Ray Gun Terror. Ooh. Yeah, and it was considered among, let me see, in my deep research I found out, along with um, Attack of the 50 Foot Woman Ooh, cute. and the Edward po- popular movie um, Plan 9 from Outer Space. That's a good movie. Teens from Outer Space was practically the most popular B movie of that decade. Actually, for, I see a lot of B movies, and I think this one, considering it's a B movie, considering it's a very, very, very low budget, considering the uh, guy who, well, I'll, I'll go through a list of this. Produced by Tom Grafe, production company Tom Grafe Productions, directed by Tom Grafe, screenplay by Tom Grafe, music by more. Tom Grafe. <laughs> now uh, I don't, he didn't actually make the music; he just got, he collected the music and put it in. Uh, the cinematography, so he run the camera. Tom Grafe, edited by Tom Grafe, Great. and and he acted in it as well. So who said you cannot do it all? No. So mm. and so as a B movie, and he did all these things on a very very limited budget. Yeah, this movie had so a yeah, very we low are, low we, budget. Yeah, very low budget, for even for, for its time and our time, yeah. really low. So. We're basing our critique on the fact that it was a one-man show putting it together. Mm, uh, yeah. Warts and all, so we're going to grade it as a good B-movie, not in comparison to anything else, okay? Right. There you go. Mm-hmm. This clarifying it for some of you people, so we're not going to troll over it because it's a B-movie. Okay, no. apart from the director, whom we know so far, who this stars, who stars in this major film? Oh, Tom Graves in it. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. You mean the other people. Yes. Okay. Uh, now, the lead alien guy is a guy called David Love. He plays the role of Derek. Now, David Love, um, I can't find anything online about him. Sarah's found a bit of information, but like I mentioned later on, but it's mm. he, he, not even a, a link to his name saying he became a vet or anything else. I mean, he got nothing. Anyway, uh, now the lead female is a poodle thing mm. called. Uh, her name is Dawn Bender, mm. and she plays Betty Morgan. Now, Sarah mentioned to me that somewhere on IBD, is IBD? Yeah, I am, uh, uh, I mean, I am DB. Whatever, that one, uh, I am DB, whatever. Uh, now they made the s- a mistake in their details saying that she died years later of, of alcohol poisoning. No, she's still alive and well, so I think someone made a mistake. Yeah, or maybe they thought, mistook it for Edward, who died of alcohol poisoning. He certainly did. He died about 40, 45 or something, remember? Yeah, yeah he, he went into a fit of depression, drank himself stupid and died. Mm. Poor man. Never mind. Yes. Um, I won't go into everybody else. Um, yeah. I, I mean, the main ones are really, and obviously, Tom Grafe. Uh, actually, he, he credited his name as Tom Lock. Lockyer, Lockyer, whatever. L O C K L Y E A R. So I don't know if he actually changed his name, but he used it as an acting name, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, I won't go anybody else. But Sarah mentioned one guy, one of the spaceman guys. Uh, it was uh, um, his, his film debut, was it? Yeah, that was King. King Moody. Moody. That yeah. was his debut. 
views on is this first for this film. He did very well. And he, he, did he looked like an alien and he talked like one. And no, he no. went on to do some really good stuff here did and there. He? Did he? Oh, yeah, okay. he was in Get Smart. He played an oh, agent. Oh, that's he played an agent. That's and right. And that was yeah, years yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. No, anyway, irrespective. Irrespective. Now, do you want to take over talking about it now? Um, yeah, well, let's talk about more about um, who else stars in this other than... Well, so I don't far... want to talk to anybody, but you know, there's just only bit actors and stuff. You know, well, I right? just like to Okay, think... Thor. Was that the guy who stays around? Yeah. yeah there's another... Uh, uh, our guy, Derek, breaks away from the spaceship guys and try, because he doesn't believe in what they're doing, which we'll explain later. And one of the other space guys go, look, a spaceman guys, guys goes looking for him. His name is... Uh, Brian Grant, he plays an alien by the name of Thor. Don't mistake him for the um, TV, the, the um, movie, <laughs> the he's superhero, Thor. Either. Nah, he, yeah. he's a wimpy one. Yeah. He's, well, a, he's a wimpy Thor, not a big hammer-throwing Thor. No, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to go into everybody else. Okay, okay. Okay, you well, can talk about Harvey Dunn as Grandpa Morgan, which is uh, yeah. Betty Morgan's uh, yeah. grandpa yeah. and stuff. Not and to poke holes in the story. <laughs> um, I often thought that the grandpa and some of the, the co-star characters, they played really good in this movie. Well, they're, 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 yeah, they're, 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 they're fillers. You know, that's all yeah. they have. The, the main actors were really Derek and yeah. um And as usual, and we're, Betty, not gonna, so, yeah. we're not going to... Oh, maybe um, four. We're going to... Yeah. Probably, I just want to point out to you guys, we're not going to poke fun of this movie, as we often discussed. Yeah. As, as I said to Mike earlier, we cannot label the dead about... Liable, not label. Yeah, well, <laughs> liable the dead, because it's not really nice, and it's not really nice and to the, the and still living And the movie's not that, really, not bad. Look, again, for what is that's what I said earlier. We're going to base our critique on the fact that it was a very low-budget B-movie, but done the best they could of what they had. And yeah. we will go into some of that when we talk about production. Quite right. Yeah. Okay, roll, take it away. Tell the story. Oh, you are chafing at the bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we start off with, we fade in on two scientists in a te- in yeah. one of those laboratory si- telescope and, and things. Astro- uh, yeah, they're astronomers. Yeah, yeah, and they just discover um, something f- out of the ordinary in the sky. Exactly. And they maybe they, a spaceship. Yeah, Ooh. and they thought it could just a trick of the light and just ignore it. So there's a light over Doctor Frankenstein's place. No, 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 mm-hmm. no, sorry. So anyway, we then cut to the desert or a desert area, and we hear howling from a dog that's <coughs> from probably a nearby town. Sparky. <laughs> and anyway, we see a spaceship land. We'll get on that later too. Yeah, it looks a bit funny, the spaceship, but I'm not going to get into it. It looks like a flying saucer to me. Yes, and mm. to my to Mark, Mike here, he thinks it's um, a teeny-weeny spaceship. Well, I mean, they didn't, they didn't get the perspectives right. It looks like it's about, about one foot across, you know. Yeah, mm. um, yeah 400 mils. Mm. Yeah, not yeah, very big. so we won't get Little that. tiny space critters. Yeah. <laughs> we get to the credits, and the credits float on above the um, spaceship that looks like... It's as big as a, I don't know how big it is, and it, because we do see the characters coming out of it, and it looks not very big. For you people who watch Doctor Who, mm-hmm. and the TARDIS is supposed to be a policeman's call box inside, it's huge. I this like spaceship to... doesn't even rank. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, the dog approached it, barks, woof, woof, woof. 
and one of the spacemen come out and he's wearing a helmet and you see him aim the, his gun at the, gun, um, yeah. at the dog <laughs> with a bright and it shows it shines a bright light at yep. the dog and the dog turns into a, a pile s- of bones yeah <laughs> literally uh, the flea bag turned into a bag of bones <laughs> yes soon enough <laughs> other spacemen <coughs> join me. this guy they start um, unloading stuff that were scientific equipment yeah, where mm. they're trying to check out the atmosphere or the atmos in yeah, the yeah, at- the atmosphere because of the yeah, earth. They want to bring bring some little creatures down here to breed. I get the impression they're gonna eat them later on once yeah, they get really it's big. Sort yeah. of mm. um like sort of like um harvesting and you know Well yeah, they wanna re- they wanna feed they wanna let them loose down there to eat the locals and then come back later on when they all grow yeah. up. And eat them. Yeah. Isn't it funny how they all... It looks like a lobster. Yeah, well, I think it was a lobster. I love seafood. In this, so oh. I speak. Yeah. So, anyway, Derek notices on the um, dead creature the um, little license plate yeah, yeah, from his the... Tags, his, his tag. tag yeah, yeah. And figures, oh, this belongs to a person who lives here. Meaning, intelligent, intelligent life, creatures. Li- life lives here. And he just... and well, he And he opposes his bosses and his, and his colleagues that... They should not load all these creatures onto their planet because it would not be fair. What concern of this is that to us? Yeah, that's yeah, sort of game, they yeah. kind of have this whole egotistical yeah, idea. We are the best, the best, yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, of best, the best, the best aliens in the whole universe. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they overpower Derek and they're about to take him back as a prisoner and possibly execute him. Um, yeah, execute when he got him back home, little home planet, wherever that may be. Yeah, they're not really... Um, hey, they didn't actually mention what planet they came... Oh, they might have mentioned it, but it's obviously a made-up name. Yeah. So, uh, so we don't know where they actually come from. Only their rules and regulations are a bit different from ours a little bit. Like uh, they, yep, they're yeah. all born in test tubes or petri dishes and stuff, and they, yeah. they didn't know their mothers and fathers. That reminds me of some book I read. Was it 1984? No, it wasn't 1984. Was it... Oh, okay. oh, yeah, a bit like... Um, um, Logan's, Ru- Logan's Run. Mm. They, they were born in Petri dishes and stuff. Yeah, yeah they were. Mm. And in Space Above and Beyond, I think that was the movie. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, uh, while these guys are planning out their next move, the captain goes downstairs to talk to the leader and he discovers um, an Derek. interesting truth. But before we get to that, Derek, I mean, Derek eventually escapes and he escapes. Thor, who is another, um, who is another sort of another, space guy. Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll just stop there just for a minute. Um, I'm not being rude. Is it, the the title of this movie is Teenagers from Outer Space. Okay. Now, the lead guy looks like a teenager, and Thor could probably pass as a teenager. Yeah, the tough guy. But kind. the head guy. Well, oh, we, can, you know. <laughs> we can let it go with that, Mike. Let He's a very, be. very old teenager. Ma- we don't <laughs> have to make them all teenagers. We could just but leave... I said teenagers from outer space. Hey, <laughs> they're, they're probably just young cadets, just like the you have captains. Oh, they weren't talking about the whole here. crew. Okay. Yes. So anyway, right. um, Derek runs away, and <laughs> the captain <laughs> stops Thor from shooting at him with the ray gun. <laughs> that could zap your skin off, yeah? Oh, yeah. Well, really good. Yeah, and the captain tells Thor that he, that Derek is the son of their leader of sorts, like a Darth Vader, whatever sort yeah. of thing. And Thor is that's a little, impossible. And Thor is a little annoyed because if he they take him back to their planet, they'll be offering him 
what was the word they used? Um, clemency. Or clemency. Yeah, they're, they're going to go off a slap on the wrist. You yeah, know, give him a slap yeah, over yeah, the yeah, wrist yeah. and let bygones be bygones. He, he, I mean, if his father passed away, he could then be the new leader. Ooh. Ha, okay, can't be too rough on him. Yeah, mm. so anyway, he go, the captain returns to the uh, communications and he tells him about how Derek has just run and left and the leader says, go and look for him and send your best men to find him and explain to him the situation. And if he does, if, you know, doesn't um, bother to um, con- talk to him, then shoot him, shoot him or sh- and any people it, he con- comes in contact, he'll shoot them too. Yeah. yeah. Thor overhears all this and he wants to be the I will do that for you, boss. Yeah, he wants to go and make sure Derek gets what he deserves. I don't think he actually liked him at the beginning anyway. I I don't think think they had. I think there's a bit of chemistry, like they hate each other. I think they were meant to hate each other. Yeah, I hate your guts. I hate yours. I don't know why, but it sounds like a good idea. Yeah, but I think he was more jealous of (laughs) Thor that Derek is going to be. Is um, the son of the leader, and he thinks the idea of a traitor ruling becoming the next leader would be a well, just be plain horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. What? Are you going to be my boss? Don't think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be a one up on him. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, Derek soon arrives in the town, which is filmed in actual Los Angeles. Now, actually, we won't talk about the production side just now to us, but. There's a credit to Tom Gray about the way he did his photography here. Mm. Of course, he did it in the city, but he made it look like a country town. Yeah, it does. Very, my, if he's around today, I'd say, job well done. Yeah, I anyway, agree. We'll talk it, about him later. It does yeah. look like an t- ordinary country town, does, yeah. not, a, not a busy, what's it, yeah. country. I don't know what it was like back then. No, yeah, but it's it like any small city, but the point is, we're not going to talk about it now. We're going to talk about it later. True, but true. the point I'm just going to say that when he did it, it... It was actually done in the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a park there, but mm-hmm. you take an angle, angle of the shot downwards towards the ki- some kids and the grass and trees, mm-hmm. you don't see the buildings behind it. Yeah. You go to the local garage or house next to it, but you don't, there might be a great big building next to it, but you don't see the building. Yeah, yeah little things like that. See, he's very clever. Yeah, anyway, Derek yeah. goes and tries to find out where this, the um, creature, that creature, the dog that's got shot, you know, owner. Sparky. And as it turns out, um, he meets Betty who and her grandpa. They're living together and all that stuff. Yeah, her, her, her parents died and their gramps was looking after her and her brother. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, whom yeah. we never seen. Just yeah, so he, he, he moved away. Yes. And they had a spare room there. And guess what? They offered Derek a room. Yeah, and... With no luggage. Hmm. And Betty's really taken in by Derek. Yeah, like of course. Cute parents. <laughs> hey, she's in for root shock. Yeah. He's an alien. <laughs> She's in for a bigger <laughs> shock than that. Anyway, so anyway, um, she kind of welcomes him warmly and even gives him some of her brother's clothes to wear when he's... Yeah, but he all have his space guy's clothes, which sounds like a jumpsuit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting jumpsuit. We'll talk about that later too. Yes. So anyway, he um, gets offered an invitation of going with Betty to her friend's place to go for a what swim. What's her name? Uh, um, what's Alice. Her name? Um, Alice. Yeah, Alice. Yeah, and she reminds me so much of Samantha out of uh, uh, Sex and the City. Yeah, same yeah. sort of personality, but a little, little bit over the top. But she was mm. really cute. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Thor is tracing up behind him, and he gets a lift by some uh, some, some, uh, guy. some guy. 
And Thor must be really intelligent because he learns to drive a car really quick. Yeah, very. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what's this thing do? That's a gear shift. Yeah. What does it do? And what's that thing? That's a clutch. Yeah, and what's he, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when they arrive at the gas station, yeah. um, the gas attendant who spotted Derek earlier um, tells him about his friend and, and says, yeah, tell Thor about and him. Thor yeah. acts all aggressive and. What did you tell him? What did he? Yeah, what did yeah. he tell you? Yeah, blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah. And of course, um, he pulls out his gun. Bam, bam. Both driver and, and gas the, uh, attendant get zappoed, zappoed by the a- gun. Actually, just another aside here. Um, that one of the props was a well, I think it was it's called a single jointed skeleton. Now, yes, yeah. single jointed skeleton. Uh, and they use it for every shot for yeah, every ray gun. Actually, I found out yeah. you and I were discussing whether or not they use more than one skeleton. And yes, it did say I found out it was just one skeleton yeah, throughout one, the they whole were, series. Yes, every time they show somebody being zapped, they threw a skeleton, the same skeleton on the ground. Yes. Uh, apart from the dog, the dog was not a human skeleton. Mm, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so anyway, there was two skeletons. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Soon enough, Derek and Betty arrive at a friend's place, and the, there he reveals the um, the dog tag to um, Betty and tells her that it was someone killed the dog. I found this on a creature. Yes. <laughs> And so he's talking, and so Derek takes Betty to where the last reported sighting of puppy was. Yes. And so that can't be him. He was alive this morning. That's just a bunch of old bones. Yeah, and the dog bones—they yeah. look like they're well, they're clean. They're clean of of skin or yeah, anything. Well, that's a ray gun does that. Anything yeah. which isn't hard, like bones and stuff, gets gone, finished. Yeah, zeppo. Yeah, yeah. skin yeah. fur. Please take down the garbage, folks. Yeah. Yes. So anyway. Um, they then decide to go to Professor Simpson. Oh, whatever name is. And in order to probably give him the information that Derek may have to help. Yeah. Because he, he's starting to explain to Bea that he is an alien and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. he has to go. And she's starting to believe because he saw, she saw little, little puppy dog's bones on the ground there yeah. and stuff. And, she, and he okay. tells her about the focused disintegrating gun, which in short is the ray gun. <laughs> yes. Anyway, she... She figures that Derek came here, but got um, that he was betrayed by his cap, his comrades, and wanted to disintegrate him, kill him. Yeah. So there. Yeah. Well, she, she's hardly half true. Half truth. Well, you can't tell her everything. She would understand it. Yeah. yeah so anyway, um, the creature they left behind uh, in the movie, they kind of left it there to to get the um, folk. You know, a lot of energy from, yeah, from it, the atmosphere. It, the little creature can absorb nutrients out of the air, but once it gets into <laughs> eating human beings and the like, it grows a lot faster. So yeah. at the moment, it's being controlled by very slow growth. Yeah, yeah so mm. it's growing really slow. Yeah. So anyway, um, of course, we get we go back to um, their, Betty's house. She changes, and they head to the college where Professor Sims is located. And of course, victim number three. And Thor <laughs> follows them, and he kills um, Professor Simpson. And oh, he was a nice man. And of course, um, Derek and and Betty had to head to the um, poli- police um, station. To, oh, something rather, yeah, yeah. To um, try to get them all to safety. Of yeah. course, once Betty tells her grandfather that the man who's come by the house a couple times, Thor, is actually a murderer and stuff. Grant was not overly worried, yes. a little bit concerned, but you know. Yeah, but then he, this guy yeah. came by their house again and he demands to know where they are and in hopes of probably killing Derek eventually. Well, you know, mm. 
goes with the job. Okay. Yeah, soon enough, um, they've head over to them, to the um, station. Um, there's guns start going off. Bang, at each bang, 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 bang. Yes, <laughs> and that's sound effects, folks. Yeah, all for the um, the um, scene. Um, um, the um, some of the men fall down flat on their ass as skeletons. Yeah, same skeleton. Mm-hmm. Hey, that, that skeleton should have been in the credits, though. He was all over the place, wasn't he? Oh, man. <laughs> skeleton supplied by Fred Smith, so yeah. Yeah, yeah just like Norman Bates. Scientific supplies. Just yeah. like Norman Bates' skeleton should have been in, in Mrs. there. Mrs. Bates, she was a lovely creature. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, so. Um, shut up. Sorry. So, anyway, they um, were able to shoot the guy, you know, wound. Um, Thor for a bit. Yeah, you got a hole in him. Yeah, and um, of course, um, um, Tom's character. I th- what's his name again? Oh, Bugalogs. Um, he plays um. Uh, something or other. Uh, oh, oh yeah, now I remember. Joe Rogers. Joe Rogers. He comes by, tells her, her the bad news that that Allison, I mean Alice, got killed in the pool. Yada yada. <laughs> So he sort of plays a reporter in this, meaning he's get he's yeah. got the skinny on. Yeah, he had a bit ra- bit role. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. Well, you know what, don't you? Yeah. Uh-huh. So so paying another actor. Yeah, uh-huh. it, it was a limited budget. Yeah, yeah limited yeah. budget. I imagine he didn't have time to pay for another actor. <laughs> so anyway, um, they head off to he heads off to um look after Grandpa to get him across the road safely, while Derek and. Betty try to find out where Thor went to, and guess what happens? She finds blood on the ground next to a car, and he. he and lo and behold, Thor oh, is in the car, yeah, and he's yeah. aiming the ray gun at both of them. He was pussy. And he says, "Give me the gun, Derek, slowly, or I'll hurt you, or hurt you, know, Betty, all that stuff." Oh, well, yeah. not really. He doesn't know her name, but he knows that, he, that Derek is really fond of her. Yeah, he could pick up. We have a bit of chemistry going in here, folks. And Derek doesn't want her getting hurt. No. Yeah, so the, he told him to take him to a doctor or medical person to, a medical person to, to remove, remove, his the, remove the bullet from his shoulder. <laughs> of course, Derek doesn't think that's possible because in their cu- cu- country, their community in space, they don't really believe in you know saving, helping when you when a person's dying, they they kind of they let, let them die. Let them die. Yeah. Which that, is eh? sad. Oh. But Betty knew a doctor. That's a little bit, like, again, like, um, what's we call it, isn't it? Mm. Um, what's it um, Logan's Run. Mm. Yeah. Certain age, die, go. Yes. Yeah. So anyway. Um, so mm. they take him to the um, um, doc, local doctor, and he looks just like Colonel Sanders oh, from, like from, from KFC a lot. He didn't even have a little goatee. He had white hair and glasses, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. And a what, suit. Was what does that tell you? He looked like a doctor. <laughs> he was like Colonel Sanders. He didn't have an apron on. <laughs> he didn't have a chicken under his arm. No, no, no. <laughs> so anyway, um, of course, um, they arrive there, and he demand and Thor demands the doctor to remove the pedal, the um, bullets from his shoulder. Yeah, and, and he said, oh, "You need anesthetic." He said, "No anesthetic." He, he wanted to stay awake. Yeah. Anyway. What a brave man. And then Thor tells the nasty truth to Derek. Dum dum dum. Your, that thought that Derek is the son of the leader. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're the boss's son. Yeah, and look at the shock uh, on Derek's face. Look at his shock, the face, the folks. Eh? Mm. Yeah, well, he was shocked. Like, he didn't expect that to happen to him, to find out he was going to be 
the next rule their people, all that stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, very cool. Well, I just certainly like the expressions that Derek does in this movie a lot. Yeah. Even if he's, they do ha don't have very many expressions. But yeah, they're very unemotional creatures, these people. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, um, Derek is um, a little freaked out and... He's one, he he does question why um, Thor was shooting at him, and he and Thor says that he, that Derek's life was placed in his hands, and the traitor should not be ruling over them and all that stuff. Also, he says works for me. Yeah, and while he's um under getting the bully out, he suddenly gets a little queasy. Yeah, he starts like, to get passed out a little bit. Yeah. And, and of course, this gives Derek and Betty and the Doctor a chance to escape. Run, Forrest, run! Yeah, they soon jump Sorry. into Bay's car and they head back to the police station in order to get, you know, get but away. then the doctor realises, oh, my nurse is due to attend the premises very shortly. I better phone her, uh, phone the premises there and warn her that he, she might find a uh, patient there. And yeah. what she does, she revives him, doesn't she? Yeah, and Whoops. she... Yeah. <laughs> Too late. Too late is right. Yes, yeah, so, soon enough... Um, he asks her to drive her down to the back, to, you know, drive him back to the site. Yeah, back to where the uh, mm. their little creature is and where they th he thought Derek and Betty were going. Yes. Mm. Mm. So Derek is a little upset that he would that Thor is still on the loose and he feels like he'll never be free. At least that's what I think. And he feels that hor that it's horrible that these Gargan creatures are going to be living on this planet. He didn't know this at the time, but he found out from Thor that they're definitely going to be living on that that place. And eating. Yes, because they <laughs> because before Derek ran off, he found out they found out that the um those creatures weren't really going so well. But then they start reviving. Yeah, they kickstarted themselves a bit. And they were thriving. The, or the sample, the first one anyway. They, were, yeah. they always bring a sample one down first mm -hmm. and then going to bring the other ones down later yeah, yeah he's doing quite well yeah mm. and Derek knows his mother would have been proud yeah oh, so anyway Derek is all upset that the, these creatures will grow small but they'll grow bigger and bigger and who knows how 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 big we don't know a lot bigger than <coughs> we think because this one was pretty big and hadn't eaten much yeah anyway <coughs> Joe yeah. and a policeman I think they head down to the same site where um, the spacecraft was and to find out more evidence about these unexplained incidents. And they soon run into Thor and there was a bit of a car chase in, in yeah, the Actually, scene. I was wondering about the car chase, whether they actually did it at the right speed or sped the camera because they were windy roads and if this is a low-budget film, I thought, Ooh, Well, it might be. But, um, yeah, yeah. They may have speed up the footage. Yeah, I think so there was a scene where... The nurse jumps out of the car, and it looked like it was done real, like someone. No, it looked like she really. She did it too fast. Yeah, that might have sped up. Just it made it look good. Yeah. Because I mean, you, these were windy roads, and I mean, yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. Very dangerous. Workplace very health and safety, folks. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I don't know about that. No, I do. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, <laughs> Thor soon enough is after all being very queasy, and he can't control the car, so he ends up falling it, off the cliff. But he's not hurt or anything, or well, dead. The car rolls down an embankment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's not hurt or dead or anything. He's just injured, and <clears> of course they, the um, police, um, you know, capture him and, and take, take him back hospital. to the hospital. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, Derek and and 
Betty uh, head back to the same site to look for his ray look, gun. Uh, look for the ray gun. And mm. uh, there was a bit of a love moment there. Hello. Yeah, laying down looking at the stars. Thanks. Derek kissing on Betty. Is that when he says, I'm never going to leave here or something? Yeah, he says, there. I shall make the earth my home and I shall never, I never, shall leave, never leave it. it. And that was so beautiful and tender. So romantic and so... And this is where Betty finds out the full truth that definitely Derek is not of this world. Uh-huh. And knows a little bit more about Derek's world, where he came from. Uh, yeah, but yeah, very cold, impersonal place. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. People were born in Petri dishes, didn't know the mothers and fathers. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Been done before. Yeah, yeah. it's true, true. Yeah. Brave New World, I think mm-hmm. that was another book. Yeah, mm-hmm. Brave New World. Yeah. yeah so mm. anyway, as yeah. the as um the moon um starts to rise out of this in the sky, just from so you know, they didn't have any uh, had no, the production didn't have enough money to pay for some special lighting for the night scenes, so they had to shoot all the scenes, you know, in the daylight. Well, 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 yeah. Well, they might have done it in daylight what they would not do then they turn the, so turn the aperture down may it make it a little bit darker that yeah, could yeah. be it yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah very very um, what's the word um, it explains why very resourceful it does explain mm. a lot in some movies Mike that mm. they would not film in com- well, you well, know real night time yeah, yeah they couldn't be they didn't it's it cost prohibitive sometimes yeah mm. yes. yeah carry on yes so anyway um <coughs> oh, excuse me. So mm. soon, soon enough, they find the ray gun. But before they could do that, they get a jump scare of the huge creature coming out of the. And undarkness. we get a good look at him, don't we? Yes. He's a dirty, great big lobster. Yes. Yeah, I love yeah. lobster. Yeah, just so mm. you know, guys know, they couldn't. Con- Another thing about this is that they couldn't afford to make an actual, you know, big size, um, you know, mold of the um, actual lobster creature so they, so they had to again use their intelligence to layer an actual lobster probably on a real top lobster or something oh, yeah. it looks so cute yeah, so <laughs> it did come so, on yeah so they had to uh, improvise a lot Even <laughs> that funny cry when who did that yeah. noise I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, they they realized the gun is not working really it was well. Broken. So, so they had jump back into their car and run as fast as they can. Drove. Drove, run, whatever. <laughs> so anyway, um, Derek tries to fix the ray gun, but it's. It was a little part that's broken. Yeah, and then yes. and. It must be a little power source thing. Like it looks like a little glass, little bead type thing, but that must be like a little nuclear power generator. I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and just so you guys know, the ray gun is... Um, well, we're going to talk about the props later. I know. We want to keep that for a surprise. No, no, it's not that. I was oh, just going to oh. say, this ray gun, um, it pa- it's sort of like if you power it... If you look at the um, high telephone wires, that that's the oh, type that of... Um, that bit, yeah. That's the type of much electricity so, it requires. Yeah, they've got the generator turned on full and bypass everything to give the full charge. So that's a lot of current. Yes. Mm-mm. Yeah. And it worked. It just. It did work, and eventually did vaporize the um, creature and it killed did. it. Did. Yay. Yes. I don't think it doesn't um, go into skeleton pieces. In no, this. it's too big. Maybe yeah. could have bought. It could have made a big hole in him. Don't know. Well, it maybe takes longer. Hey, I know. It cooked him. It's ready. Your lobster is ready, sir. No? Yes. No. So, okay. anyway, after they 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 feed this creature eventually. <coughs> um, the, um, we hear the 
spaceships from in the sky hinting that they're coming to down oh, yeah, with yeah, all the, the other his, stuff. Yeah, his, his guys went back to the home planet or wherever, or to the uh, main fleet to say, okay, we're ready to bring the other guys down. Mm. And they, they were coming back as an advanced spaceship mm. for the rest of the deliveries. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Derek heads back alone to the house to collect his gear. And all the time we hear um, the voiceover comments from what he hears from his captain, Betty, and and all that stuff. Meaning he, he's formed a plan and worked it out. Yeah, he so he's going to go back home, so we think. Yeah, soon enough he gets back into his uniform and he's, he and Joe head down to the police station. Well, hospital, is it? Or the uh, hospital. Yeah, that's where the other pick, alien went. That's where Thor was. Thor with, and using the ray gun, even though it's not working it, it, anymore. To bluff them. To bluff them. Yeah. To hand over the prisoner. So he takes Thor back to the spaceship. Yeah. Betty and Grandpa are waiting at the same site and mm-hmm. be- where Betty wants to, s- to see Derek for one last time, all that stuff. How romantic is that? Uh, <laughs> yes. So anyway, um, Betty is um, a little gr- grieved that, that something's wrong. Or feels he, said you, he said he was going to stay here and make the Earth his own, Grandpa. Yeah. Well, and guess what? Be yes. lied, no. Yeah, so anyway, Derek and Joe soon arrive. Um, Derek and... I, I'll rephrase that. Derek and Joe and Thor arrive, and Thor's all, why are you wasting time? Shoot them, all that stuff. And no need, they'll be eaten soon. Yes. Whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah, soon mm-hmm. enough, um, they approach the ca- captain, who's the, after the ship lands, and and says that he's that Derek is ready to take his punishment. And guess who arrives with the captain? His daddy. Exactly. Derek's dad's arrived, and no doubt he's got a horrible beard to show for it. I, I t- he's a horrible beard. It looks like it's a fake beard. And right at the beginning of the movie, when they had the two astronomers at the observatory... Well, I'm sure the guy there had a fake beard on as well. Yeah. I mean, if you can't grow one, just leave it off. It just looks so... Not to say it. We promise not to troll this movie. No, so the beards look so pathetic, they could just left them off. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm. I wasn't being troll-like. I was saying it just didn't work. Yes. Anyway, carry on. Yes. Dad had a... Dad had a, bad, a really bad beard. Okay. Yeah, so okay. Derek talks to his father and how he's... And his dad says, you, you were brainwashed by that book that you had with you. and Come home with me, son, and we'll sort things out. Right, yeah. right. And you can help and me find the other people like you. And, yeah, and, blah, you, can, blah. and you can kill keep the butts. Actually, that reminds me that... That, that, that had um, overtones of... Um, remember that Fahrenheit movie, uh, whatever... Uh, I never watched Fahrenheit. Yeah, it, it's I mean, Fahrenheit something you know, for I whatever. It had had a te- that was a temperature reading for oh, burning one, yeah. paper. Yeah, mm. and they um, they they burnt all the books, and everyone had to watch TV, and every um, everyone was manipulated. <laughs> Here's what we want you to know: so they watch TV all the time, no books, and it, p- people like this guy Derek would steal a book and memorize it and become human books. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Hey, a bit like McCarthyism. Someone told me, but I don't mm. know that. I don't. Know. And the, and the uh, German book burnings. Yes. So mm. anyway, back to um this movie. Carry on. Um, Derek wants to program to to send messages to the other ships. 
yeah, that the, where yeah, the, to bring them in, to, to bring, bring in, in bring, the, bring in the uh, the cargo ships of all yes. the creatures. I will do it, Father, to show you I am a good fellow. Yeah, so he gets Boy, in, was he wrong. and he locks the door securely, while the other guys keep yelling, "Why open the door? Open the door!" Yada yada yada. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, and Derek is all the time programming the ships, telling them to ram their ships right into. Well, the, he, he put the, the he landing coordinates. He made them zero impact uh, or zero location or below zero which means they'd come in at full force yeah full speed uh, like they're going to be landing lower than the ground yeah so they came in and they obviously uh didn't stop in time they hit the ground and yeah good stock footage time yes so um it they crash and you hear you see all a lot of weird static noise and then they and then a volcano erupted. Yeah. No, yeah. well, it's actually, I think it just looks it's like a, it's a huge a, crash. Yeah, or yeah, a big crack in the ground, a steam coming out of it and stuff. Yeah, yeah like a geyser type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Around that hinting sort of thing. that Event. that yeah. all the um, spaceships just land in one heap of mess. But they're, they're, but they land on top of Derek. Yeah, killing Derek so and he was, probably so he the was salt. right and wrong. He was going to not leave the planet Earth. Don't say it, Mike. No joke about it. He's now fertilizer. <laughs> That's not joking. He was fertilizer. He yeah. was a crispy critter, and he was being plowed over, and now they've grown some corn. Yeah. Mm. yeah so anyway, <laughs> this happened, and of course, um, Betty's a little sad that Derek's gone, and she sees in the clouds, um, a faded, fading image Ooh. of Derek, and the very words he said to her, "I should make my the world my home, and I should never leave it." And nice. there's a zone. F- fade to black. The and end. And the end. <sighs> yes, as I said. And, and and Betty went and got a new dog. No. Well, look at that. Well, Sparky was a ba- bag yeah. of bones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I think I early tonight I also found out that the director and our leading man, David Love, they were a couple. A couple, yes. They were uh, having a relationship. Yes. So, so that could be one of the reasons why we had David Love. I'm not saying he's a bad actor. He was a very good-looking guy. I think it's a creature of his time, mm. low budget, um, and, and probably no worse than the other B-movies. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, he looked good, though. He looked good. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. So for eye candy, I mean, look, I mean, it's a teen movie, so you need a good-looking young guy. Mm-hmm. He was. And the reasonably good-looking young female there was at least two. Her and Alice were reasonably attractive women. Well, I did think Alice was she's kind of cute, pretty. sexy. Uh, yeah, and, and she, she lost weight too. She hmm. became a skeleton, remember? <laughs> uh, anyway, um, okay, um, but yeah. So that they yeah, needed eye candy and the what's the word prim, mm-hmm. proper, nice, naive sort of yeah you know, teenager sort of stuff. And she uh, that uh, she played a very good part, I think. Mm, agreed. I mean, obviously it was period, not period, it was contemporary for its time, so there wasn't any special costumes. Now, getting into costumes yeah. for the aliens. Yeah, the alien <laughs> costumes, they were trimmed. Well, yeah, listen, you know, they, they, they were um, ordinary flight, not like jumpsuits you get from money, so army surplus. Yeah, and they had masking tape for, you know, to, to make, make a V across the, the front v of it, to make it look like it was different. Gee. Yeah, and they kind of used, for their space boots... They used men dressed shoes yeah, covered shoes, by socks. A white sock on the outside. 
or whatever colour they used. It was black and white. No, it like, was a pale, it would have been a white sports sock or something or rather, or mm. a white casual sock over an ordinary black or brown shoe, yeah. which, an ordinary leather shoe, mm. uh, which it did look the part, but not on closer inspection. Um, but again, limited budget and mm. um, uh, necessity, uh, the mother, you know, mother of invention and that sort of stuff. Mm. It was very creative. They, 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 they got the desired result by pretending things weren't quite right, but yeah. who cares? Yeah, and um, yeah. another thing I found out is that the, the house where Betty and Grandpa live in, that house was actually um, owned by a grand, an old lady, and, of course, Tom asked her, would you mind if we filmed there for free? And she obliged. Isn't she nice? Now, hey, here's the part that I really like, the ray gun. Mm. It was a real, a real ray gun, as you could purchase in any toy store. <laughs> and that's what, and they only bought one. So when it got broke, it was broken. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't yeah. work anymore. Funny, <laughs> <laughs> uh, And the space helmets, I think, were... Um, Ordinary pilot's helmets or something rather? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I must have got from Army Surplus or yeah, 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 sort of um, thing. What else was this uh, weird oh. about it? Um, oh, uh, this is another thing I found out. When they did the zap of visual effect from the ray gun toy, was accomplished by a mirror glued onto the nozzle and pointed at directly at the camera, oh, okay. which was hit by the um, light. a deadly you know, light. An- maybe a lo- flashlight, maybe Yeah, something. and then reflected back out. Oh, that's a, it's very good, wasn't it? I think uh, so. Yeah, a little makeup mirror on the front of the ray gun or something. Yeah, yeah a well, small one, maybe just yeah, a... Yeah. Yeah. What a clever little thing. What a clever little sausage he was, wasn't he? Agreed. Now, um, done that. The jumpsuits, uh, mm. the ray gun, the, the skeleton we mentioned was, a, I guess, a single joint skeleton, which... Mm. It had multiple roles, mm-hmm. um, so uh, we used quite a bit on it. Mm-hmm, I one, two, three. How many was it? Three or four? Mm, I think there were six people that got. Six, six people got. So, oh, yeah, the policeman, too, yeah. Mm-hmm. There were six guys and the same one, one skeleton. Not bad. Well, he gets around. He gets around, that guy. Mm. Oh, um, don't forget the um, go- monster. Well, he wasn't a skeleton. I'm no, talking about no, a skeleton. I'm talking about a skeleton. Oh, sorry. Yeah, they, they, yeah so they, they, they doubled up and tripled up and quadrupled up. Yeah, it was really good. Um, what else did they do? I mean, it, it's always, like I said, low budget but very creative. Um, a few problems with it. Again, again his, his first, mo- first movie? His f- one and only movie, was it? Um, no, actually. I found out something ah. that he made several other movies co- before... Um, um, Before teenagers from our space. Would you make them or, or he, assist with them? Um, directed, written, and maybe produced. Okay. Is pretty much. Okay, okay. Uh, so he did one called The Toast of Our Brother, uh, and that was done in 1951. And Orange. Orange Coast College Story, which was done in 1954. Island Sunrise, that was done in 1954. The Noble Experiment. That was done in 1953, mm. I mean, 55, sorry. And Not, Not of, of This, this Earth. Earth, that was done in 1956. Yeah, but he did the whole lot, or did he assist as the director or something? Um, he did a bit of directing, and a bit um, of writing, writing yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, producing. But he did do the whole lot, this one. And yeah, yeah, yeah. let me see. Yeah. Yeah, and let me see. And let me see. What was it? Oh, yeah, the, in the Orange Coast one. That was actually, I think... Um, 
I think um that was David Love's second movie he did. Oh, did yeah. they? What did you find? I, I, I was looking for it. I couldn't find him on the computer. I, I, IMBD, was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, anyway, and the last one is Teenagers from Outer Space. That was done in 1959. And the last one, The Wizard, the of, Wizard Mars. of Mars, done in 1964. Was that, was that director job, was it? Or? Yes. Oh, yeah. Director's yeah. jobs, written jobs, produced yeah. jobs. Yeah. I haven't seen the other movies, but from what Sarah's saying before, that these... The best movie he's been involved with was Teenagers from Outer Space. Yeah. Uh, he made this other one a bit later on, or mm. directed it anyway. And, yeah, um, and even though Warner he Brothers... He just dropped n- off the planet from yeah. the industry. Even though Warner yeah. Brothers never um, had any hand in developing it, but they just still distributed it along oh, with yeah, other movies. Oh, they often movies. do that. If you get a good movie, they'll, they'll take it on board. Yeah. Like Ed Wood, remember he said, yeah, he said, if I make a movie, I'll take it to you. Production, the distribution company, like Paramount or wherever. So, hey, I have a movie here. The guys sat down and laughed at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they weren't really yeah, sens- yeah. sensitive, sensitive to the story. Sensitive movie, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you make a movie, you take it there, and they'll, they'll do the distribution for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, just so you guys know, um, um, Tom, he actually changed his name much later on. And, well, he called himself Jesus Christ No, he wanted to change he his name, change Jesus the- Jesus Christ the second or something or other. Yeah. But I mean, I was gonna leave that out. I mean the guy has obviously had mental problems at yeah, one stage. I know, but no, no, yeah, yeah. He, he I think he went into uh mm. major breakdown and he had a few problems there and unfortunately, yes, he was a little bit delusional and I believe he committed suicide in his forties or something or other. Yeah. What horrible. a terrible waste. Yeah. Mm. We're gonna yeah. bring that up but You just couldn't help yourself. I couldn't help us. Yeah, yeah. But it does make you wonder why that he couldn't develop more and more his skills after those five or six movies or seven yeah. movies. It is sad that people... I mean, it's a hard industry for the best of times anyway. And I remember, like, yeah, see, Ed Wood died in his 40s or two, I think. I think yeah. 40s or 50s, early 40s, I can't remember, mid-40s. Yeah, and he, he got into depression and alcoholism and stuff and different things. And he, I, I, I don't know if Ed Wood committed suicide... But his alcohol stuff. I think the alcohol just killed him. Yeah, yeah. So it's a hard industry, folks. And it's really Mm. sad that people, you know, go troppo eventually out of frustration, I Mm. suppose. And um, it is sad that Tom Grafe took the way out. He Mm. he, could have... If this was uh, an indication of what he could do when he's doing the whole lot, um, you think he could have done something better. I've watched... um, Plan Nine from Outer Space, and I always feel like there's a tiny bit, like there's something missing from it. Is what well, I'm well, thinking. Well, why are we talking about Ed Wood? I know, no, I just spent unlike this movie, Ed this Wood's on Plan Nine from Outer Space. Yeah, what, I always look, had something missing. From yeah, this it. one had this was this was a good movie compared to Plan Nine. This is the far better movie. Uh, not nothing against Ed Wood. I I, I think Ed Wood was in his own way, his own creative genius, would lacked funding so he couldn't bring his dreams to fruition. Yeah. Um, mm. But Tom Grafe, he had a limited budget on this as well, and he did pretty damn good. Yeah, and the music score, which they used... He borrowed the music. Which was bar- was um, free, <laughs> um, free stock, whatever. Yeah, public domain um, type thing. It was or, later yeah. used for George Romero's Night of the Living Dead movie that was 1968 at the time. Ah. Uh-huh. Really cool. Hmm. Yeah, no, I'm trying to figure out where they got the idea of the uh, 
the the monster from there. I, I couldn't find any notes on the, uh, that have a lobster farm down the road or something. Or I probably think that they used a lobster <laughs> for it. I mean, they did say when they were doing the giant lobster when they were layering it that yeah. they used um the, that particular small lobster throughout those scenes. Do you, you, you get a credit? No. <laughs> Fred the lobster should have got a credit. But then again, no? they didn't have very. They didn't exactly credit. Give you very many credits to work from in the in the at the beginning. Uh, no, at the end, it could have. Mm. And, and the lo monster was played by Fred Lobster. Mm. Yeah. Quite right. Well, let's say the dog Sparky was probably Rex the Wonder Dog or something rather. Why didn't the lobster get a mention? I don't know. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, that dog could have been good to mention. Sparky. <laughs> he wasn't really zapped, guys. They're just a bundle of bones they made up for yeah. it. He was, he's probably sitting sitting down the corner, uh, yeah, slaying under a tree, eating a bone. Yeah, yeah. So, do you want to rate it down, Mike? Okay. Mm. Now, what I said before, this is a B-movie, mm. and I'm going to judge it as a good creative B-movie in that genre. I will, if you compare it to a big commercial one, obviously, it's not in the same race. But as a good B-movie, I'm going to give it a ooh, nine. Mm. I reckon it's a good watch. Yeah. I mean, I don't like a couple of things in it, but it was a basic good storyline it was for the acting that period uh really it's the first off for some of these people um it was pretty damn good mm. i'm gonna have to give it a nine as well nine out of ten too mm. very creative mm -hmm. tom grafe I'm, I'm, I'm sad that you passed yeah you took your life and everything but um he might have had some family he might be listening to this, you know nephews nieces whatever, whatever. uh yeah it's a shame Mm. He, he, could, he could have been so much better. Yeah, or could have he been. Could, yeah, he could have been given the, the right chances. Given the right, mm. if given the right chances, he could have become just as good as George Romero. Well, maybe. Well, well, he or maybe no, somewhere. Look, you, look, you, look, you look at David Lynch, right? Mm. He did that Eraserhead movie, which I loathe. I've watched it several times. I cannot get my head around it. But he made so many good movies after that. Mm. Um, I'm sure Tom Grafe could have had the uh, the same chance. If uh, yeah, given the right um, what's the word? Oh yeah, the, yeah, the right chances, introductions, right people, giving you know, throwing money at projects, he could have done something like that. I mean, yeah, it is a shame. Anyway, when I get too morbid, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, whatever. So, thanks for watching this latest podcast, Listening. guys. Listening to this latest podcast. <laughs> you always say watching. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for listening, folks. Thanks for listening to this latest <laughs> podcast, guys. So, um, this is Sarah Stevenson and Michael Stevenson saying, "Keep watching the skies." <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I mean, keep listening to our podcast. <laughs> and that, that as well. All right. See you around. Bye, guys. guys.